0: So let's talk about the the deal um details and the and the and the future. So you guys are you guys are raising money. You're not you're not a public company nope. yet. Nope. Is I mean is that potentially in in the cards? Yeah. It, I mean,
1: it, you know, it, you find points of weakness with competitors, you see how fast you can ramp revenues. We're trying to grow the lifetime value of the the customers who we have the users uh, and then also the people who want to reach those users building in multiple revenue streams including you know a big tech push in 24 and 25 just to increase the amount of delightful experiences that people have if you think of an Amazon model so many people including me are forking out money every month for Prime and I know that they're adding different components to that experience beyond the shipping discount I don't have my finger on it always but if if someone is maintaining that sense that they're getting value, then then they'll pay. So right. we want to build up uh, through a freemium model, similar uh, to Duolingo or, or lots of other platforms, where, uh, you know, you're also you're learning within that site, you're building community, you're getting reinforced in the learning that you're doing, you're gaining these points that have some value, and then you're either willing to deal with or, or not willing to deal with some amount of ads to let you use that on a free basis. I'm right. someone who pays for premium YouTube because I don't even like waiting four seconds to skip the ads for how much <laughs> did I use it, you know? Um, so, and through through partnerships, through the high-level corporate sponsorships, through those local uh, self-purchase ads at the hyper-local level, and then also through the subscription, you know, we're expected to really ramp revenues. I mean, it's your classic, Silicon Valley hockey stick scenario. Yeah. And 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 like I said, there's
0: this is the opportunity. Yeah. Like it's a mainstay in Maryland and you have inroads in a couple of states as well. But the the goal is to go completely national and be be in every every state. (music) All right. Welcome to the Angel Research podcast. My name is Jason Freert, and I'm here today with a special guest, Sam Hopkins, of um, former Angel Publishing Research fame. Right? How long is it? How long has it been since you uh, were here? It's been It's almost fourteen years. Almost fourteen years. Yeah. Um, and so, some of our listeners, readers, may remember your musings from. What we're, what do we have? Wealth Daily is that what you mostly wrote Wealth for? Daily, Wealth Daily, Energy and and Capital, Energy and Capital, still going
1: strong. Orbis Investor, yeah.
0: So that so Sam ran our international newsletter mm-hmm. um, for a while. Green Chip International, um, yes. All of the all of the because you speak what like about eight a, languages.
1: About a dozen, depending on it,
0: right what I need to so get done. Right, so you're an international man. So you ran that. Um, and then you decided to move on into, um, I went to, into actually doing <laughs>
1: building businesses instead of not analyzing them. them. Yeah. But yeah. No, know, no, like, the, uh, the
0: hard stuff. Um, so what, what was your, what's your takeaway being away from Angel for so long? Uh, like looking back about, you know, cause it's always, it's always helpful to take a step back and, yeah. and, you know, and then reassess like what was going on. Cause I mean, you were super young back then too. I was. Yeah. I mean, Still are. 22, Still are
1: trying, trying to stay youthful. Um, I, I think I'm very grateful that i got an on the job education about how companies come to life, about how people invest in changing a reality that forgive the business school stuff, you know, it was like suboptimal. Like it's just if something sucks, hopefully there's an entrepreneur who's going to try to change it or even if something it's not a complete disaster, but it could be improved. that these uh, small and and measurable uh, changes in in the way we live is is how you can track the course of history. And uh, um, expressing our will through investing or through uh, taking the leap and and founding a company is really a meaningful way to affect the world around you. You know, I did not come from any sort of business background. It was because I could write. I was good at seeing what was going on in the places where I was traveling trying to convey to readers uh, you know what's exciting what are some trends that you might want to to tap into and and understand what was uh, a play whether it was a, a stock domestic international etf etc understanding kind of the, the the range of tools that we have to literally place a bet on, on how we think the future is going to go i mean that was all really interesting. And heck, when I hit some home runs with some recommendations that made me pretty happy too. So
0: yeah, and it's, it's interesting, because, you know, we tend to look for the high flyers, like under the radar companies or emerging stuff. Um, And so I'm sure you, you know, came to recognize that there's a lot of crap out there, right? Let's just like, you actually have to investigate and like, talk to people and like, kick the tires. And especially if it's something that's like in another country, yeah, you know, um, trying to figure out, you know, is this actually legit because some of the reporting requirements and, right. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so you moved on from that. You went to you got an MBA right at yep. Johns Hopkins. At Johns Hopkins. Okay. Right, Baltimore. Just yep. Just Go Baltimore. Um, and uh, in between there, you did a stop on on Jeopardy or in Jeopardy? Jeopardy champ, I right? I remain
1: in Jeopardy. I was on <laughs> Jeopardy. Won two games, was on three. Lost the last one. That's how it goes. Fortunately, I'm from uh, Kansas City, and, and on the last game, uh, there was uh, it was kind of late May, and you start to get into time of year where there's always a weather map in the corner of the screen because there's always some kind of storm coming, and uh, before I lost... Uh, My friends just saw that I was in the lead, and and then there was a severe warning, (laughs) a severe severe thunderstorm warning. (laughs) And they're like, Oh no, what happened? Uh, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, just tune in later. Yeah. They aired it at two in the morning a few days later or whatever. And uh, so I kind of rode off into the sunset. Ended up weirdly uh, having clips spliced together for a bit on uh, Conan. Uh, so uh, that really that lives. Uh, if you look up, Alex Trebek has gone insane. Volume two. Oh, you're on, on that one. Yeah, that's like how. It All right, we'll have to, to splice
0: this in here, yeah. Sarah.
1: I love Jeopardy. I really do. But I'm I'm starting to think Alex Trebek has been hosting that show too long. <laughs> I am really afraid that Alex is starting to lose it. I think he's losing it. Take a look. Um, gymnastics, straight hundred, please. Despite a broken leg, Toby Maguire nailed this Romanian girl with the over 300-year-old reticulated slitherer. It's called the Barnes Dance. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Number six, nine, two. It's annoying when you blank this female author's blank, but helpful when blank of the blank machines use blank to make slime. Go ahead, make my day. The tree is the willow. The word is willowy. Sam. Slim for 800, please. This ugly guy, Will Smith, not the black one, can sometimes crack down one of these Irish fairies in this type of marriage. Jack Sprat could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean. Especially because people ask me, like, real Jeopardy? I'm like, no, middle school Jeopardy. Like yeah, <laughs> Well,
0: co- well, there's yeah. what, college sure. Jeopardy? I feel like yeah, the college Jeopardy, that's the one where I'm like, I know this stuff. All right, yeah. this isn't too bad. Or celebrity Jeopardy, it's a little bit easier. So you're on the the actual real Jeopardy for smart people. I was
1: on the actual real <laughs> Jeopardy for for me who uh, w- decided to go late to a DJ gig and do the online quiz. And then uh-huh. they had an audition in Baltimore that year. Yeah. I guess I was loose enough and, this is uh, yeah.
0: probably the first uh or uh a good time to have this conversation because you're from kansas city mm-hmm. and we're in baltimore mm-hmm. and the chiefs are coming to town yeah uh are you going to the game unless i find a, a bag of money in the street <laughs> a or, or a ticket yeah
1: uh now i'll be safe from snowballs at home
0: yeah so that's um that's cool and that's also i mean sports um is the reason we're here Mm -hmm. because you are now the ceo of county sports zone um c c s z correct is is how you're doing and C S Z network C S Z network and um did you want to sort of i guess lay out for people exactly what what that is what what they do um or what you guys do and um you know just sort of the the five minute you know exactly for those who haven't haven't heard of it
1: yeah i mean the bottom line is there's at least 17 million high school students in the u.s and a large number of them play some kind of sport or do a school-based activity in some cases uh, pe is essentially being transferred into a requirement to play a sport sports helps us develop it's a way to make new friends a way to stay fit and it's something that's meaningful to a lot of families as they uh, you know, follow their their kids through their athletic career. Which start way before high school, but it starts to really matter a lot in high school. Right. And uh, I was a high school athlete in the late 90s, early aughts, and uh, was surprised to learn in, in, in recent years and months that not a lot had changed in terms of the availability of information on the Internet about most high school sports. It's been a time where, you know, the AP reports that newspapers are dying at the rate of two a month. Uh, and Sorry, two a week, even it's worse, you know. And you can believe that as you go across the country and see the stands that are empty. Uh, and uh, the, a lot of those same towns with zero or one newspaper are the places where high school sports are a really big part of identity. They're literally the only game in town. There's right. economic activity around them. It's how people especially coming out COVID and, and, and an election year when things can get tense. This is a way for people to connect organically around the, the educational uh, you know, uh, institutions in town, around their kids who they've all seen grow up together and to just be reinforced that, that they're making a mark in the world you know, at, the, at the athlete's level and that uh, their place is special. So if we think about a Yelp or a Nextdoor a term hyperlocal is, is is used a lot because it's really that street corner sense of of what's going on in Baltimore what was that sound you know right <laughs> yeah. um or uh, uh how how's it going at the school uh, around the corner and um the we see that just the we could talk about ai predictive analytics machine learning all this but the information from especially the freshman through junior varsity levels of most sports is not getting sucked up into the internet, it's not getting reported because it's a a pain in the butt, and it's kind of a vicious cycle of there not being an easy way to, to get that information in to know it's getting online and published, um, and then uh, the you know feeling that uh, people must not care. But what we know from you know a long tail company like uh, Spotify, uh, which is as opposed to the, the jukebox where you'd see the the same hits over and over. As people like sam hopkins or someone who you know has a, a, a little music group and can uh, manage to get something up through online distribution platforms they want to be able to share what they're doing and that they do have something out there that's available that might not be top 40 it might not be the varsity but we want to capture and, and and make available and bring people into that community of sharing sports news from as early an age as possible honestly and uh, focusing on high school sports um, but, uh, uh, you know, enabling trend analysis uh, for how teams do over the course of four years. You can see how, how far the Lions or my Kansas Jayhawks have, have flipped to where the same group of, of players is often experiencing wildly uh, different success. And uh, to, to shine a light on that um, over, over the course of time is important to give people an opportunity to share those uh, experiences and then to add uh, not only what was the score, when was the game played, but here's who scored the winning touchdown. You know, some uh, even the budding high school sports journalists can contribute insights and highlights. And people can play games, understand saying who's going to win this weekend. Yeah, it's, we really want to bring in that whole experience. So it, that's what
0: it's doing. interesting you talk about the newspapers too, because just you know, uh, you know, I you know, as well as a you know athlete, I'm still you know involved in youth sports through my kids and then i run a local wrestling club and um i coached high school for a little bit and you know 20 25 years ago it was like the newspapers like the baltimore sun here washington post you know they had a local sports section and they would write they would have reporters on staff that would actually like go to these games if they couldn't make it to the games they would um you know have someone around that they would have a contact with to get this information. Um, and the and the, quote unquote the coaches were supposed to kind of call in the scores to the mm-hmm. paper, um, and I felt like they used to be really good about that, but it just sort of fell by the wayside over the last fifteen years. And I think the newspapers cut reporting staff on on that regard, and they just you know they were f- focused on stuff they could scale, I guess, mm-hmm. and so it really started to slowly die. Um, and I actually, you know, with, uh, CZN, like, um, or see it, sorry, CSZ, um, I'm pretty sure I was on that using that before you were even oh, involved. Oh yeah, for sure. So, because it's, yeah, it was started, yeah, it was started, um, what, in
1: 2011, 2012? Yeah, in the sort of mid, uh, mid-teens, mid uh, you know, uh, uh, and within the past 10 years. Yeah. And then really took on, it got a reboot mm-hmm. in 2019 uh, with a pre-seed investment. Uh, gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah, so, and it was, as I was exposed to it, was the um the athletic director at the school I was coaching with, was like, hey, we're gonna use this new platform, and you need to. Um, I think he, you know, loaded in the um, the schedules and stuff, mm-hmm. but the reporting was like, hey, like, make sure you report the scores and not here, and it was a platform where you just kind of upload it, and you're not like old school calling the newspaper, be right. yeah. um, like, hey, this is X Y Z. Um, so, so got into
1: a couple of key points there, which I'll just want to touch yeah, on. Yeah. So, like latency, this you know, right. A computer word. It's just like it's a bummer when something takes a while to go through and hit the button. and It doesn't quite happen. So, the latency uh, it, it, with time being precious and people uh, doing more and more online, it is crazy that. We can't get a game score before the next week, uh, you know, if there is a local paper around when the kids are flipping on Instagram and, and getting stuff or TikTok all the time. So we have done our best and really succeeded in closing that gap by getting. The phone numbers for people like you from the athletic directors right those athletic directors want to get the most scores possible from that school's games into the hands or the eyeballs of, of the parents the uh, athletes and, and the other fans so everyone knows where they are in the standings etc so with a, a simple text message to that phone number you actually click it's it's much improved actually since you last used mm-hmm. it you click a, a magic link and enter what was the score yeah. for that duel or that tournament and, yeah it's pretty know, incredible because
0: i still keep up with my local high school and now that i have kids coming up they're interested in going to see the games of the high school that they are eventually going to mm-hmm. attend um and you know i googled their uh high school and you know the schedules come up i'm like hey they're playing a soccer game you know tonight at 6 30 and so we just roll up and then um the last game we went to, we actually um, we left uh, early um, because I had to get them some food. And then they later they were like, who won the game? Because I think it was like tied when we left. Right. And I was like, I don't know. So I look it up and on there and I'm like, oh, like they lost. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> They're like, oh. But it was like literally that. But you like, find out. Yeah, it was literally yeah. that night um, that it was posted on there. So, and So I know like – a couple of years ago, actually, I guess longer, you guys had a deal with the MPSSAA, which mm-hmm. is the local like Maryland School Athletic Association. Right. So in Maryland, it's pretty, pretty solid now in terms of like all this stuff. And we were talking earlier about the next plans is basically to go national. Right. right. Yeah. So where are you guys at with that? And um, and I'm and I'm assuming that's also why you guys are raising more money now
1: yeah absolutely so you know we've proven a model in maryland we've got a, a great partner in press box here uh, a, a sports publication primarily covering you know ravens orioles mm-hmm. uh, towson university of maryland local colleges and um, what we know is that there is a huge appetite within the advertising community to reach these high school family eyeballs these tend to be fake yeah. parents who are in the prime earnings you know, period of their career. Uh, they want to spend on their kids thinking that this might help get a scholarship. Those students are have money burning a hole in their pocket from their first jobs when they're in high school there. Uh, they're investing in being successful. They want to know where to get the sports drink before the game and, and where to eat after the game. And uh, you know, to reach them with those messages is, is something that's been very important and that has gotten us a, a lot of revenue from partners from the major leagues all the way to the state of maryland that want to reach uh, the students and right the, the u.s army you know with important messages for those student athletes. right
0: so you have advertisers interested like you said the u.s army is going to be um you know nationwide they want to get to as many young mm-hmm. um you know, athletes or high school students as educated, possible
1: able-bodied people, right? right? Yeah.
0: Able-bodied. Oh, they don't even have to be able-bodied anymore. <laughs>
1: We'd like them to be.
0: Yeah, um, but then you also have the flip side, which is the local pizza place, yeah. right? Which yeah, is so going to be like local level right. Like so you know, yeah. in that neighborhood, that hey, I want to advertise on the pages of these three high schools that are surrounding my local shop, and so it's hyper targeted and it's difficult. You know, uh, you know. A small business owner, it's, it's very difficult to reach those people without, you know, printing up a bunch of flyers or are you going to run like Google ads mm-hmm. or and that are doing all that stuff. So um, it's difficult for the schools
1: also to be reaching alumni all the time, usually call them at dinner and stuff, you know, with with from out of nowhere versus a continuous stream of information about how is your former school doing? How's the team doing? Oh, they won state, oh, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I wanna help support that. What we're doing is A, we're not charging the schools like a lot of competitors are, we're not going Wild West with the ads, which if you look, there are high school schedules and scores out there, but you good luck finding it in, right. in the pile of, of credit yeah. that you so, get on there. So,
0: you talked about what are some of the other sites out there that do this sort of thing too that are quote unquote petitor, competitors or names that maybe people would uh, would recognize? Yeah. So,
1: Max Preps is a Max Preps. Okay,
0: I've people. seen them. Um, I feel like I've seen, were they more of a Recruiting, like side of things, or are they a kind of the same. You, okay, you
1: will uh, to the point, kind of uh, all the 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 Bruce Springsteen or the Bruno Mars uh, records getting the play. is a lot of national top five, top twenty five. Look at this person; it's it's, it's brawny. Right. It's it's the self fulfilling prophecy of uh, places that generate the future big leaguers and everything, and that's exciting to people, but again there's a, a world of folks whose information isn't being captured and advertisers who really want the the organic geographic and, and and demographic targeting that with changes you know as your listeners and readers should know in cookies and and the constant battle between privacy and relevant content or advertising yeah so that's a big it's
0: thing a big um that in general has been a push and they're actually quote-unquote supposed to happen this year, which is basically removing a lot of these cookies and tracking devices on Google. Um, they've been saying it for like two years and then they keep pushing it back. Um, but it's supposedly going to happen this year. And so people like privacy. You know, Apple's done the big push on, hey, privacy, like, hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think what people tend to forget or not realize the um implications of that is the advertising that you're gonna get on the internet is gonna become less relevant. Right. And when it becomes less relevant, the sites out there need to put more of it up to make the same number of That's an, a very revenue. Point. Right. So if you are on, let's just say Facebook and you're scrolling through and you get three ads, every, you know, whatever scrolls and they're hyper relevant ads that you're actually interested in. And you're highly likely to click on or buy the product. They don't need to serve you that many ads, but when it's just some random, I don't know. Um, what's the one that everybody makes fun of wish, wish ads, or they're like the fake the fake uh, stuff out there. You know what I mean? Just a bunch of crap on there. You're like, what is that? And you scroll, but like, mm-hmm. then they have to present you with like five times as many ads just so you like right. randomly they can make that. Them. Yeah. yeah. So I think the user experience, I don't think it is a really, I, I don't think people are ready for that. And it's already kind of happening, I think. And you see just, you know, like you talked about those competitors, like just being overloaded with ads and stuff like that. It, it wrecks the user experience and um you know they're just throwing crap against the wall to see what sticks Mm -hmm. um so
1: we have an answer to that in the form of our self-service ads where you can come through our portal which we have a a nice set aside you know page this uh, cszpro.com for those athletic directors who hear about us so we're going to say on the on the you know in the bordering states around maryland we have over 220 schools in maryland but about 370 total. So the, a lot of uh, teams and schools that have played Maryland schools across all 23 counties where we cover, they've said, Oh, well, we can get our JV soccer scores up online too if we sign up with these folks. Mm-hmm. So we're trying as a tech company to make sure we don't have to shake the hands of every single athletic director, but they can come through us. The advertisers who might be that pizza place or the barbershop or the roofing company that a dad or the kid on the soccer team owns uh, can advertise as well through us at a favorable rate know who they're reaching, know that if those kids are in that neighborhood, if these families are there, then they're probably in the market for their pizza or their haircuts or whatever it is, and know that actually 15% of what they kick in for that ad is going to go back to the school. So we become a net contributor to that school community while also contributing to uh, an experience of sports and a, and, a, and a sense of full information about what's going on at the school that is not frantic and you know dodging ad traffic constantly it's 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 the best that the internet can do for us but in a weird old school more like yellow pages way yeah and that you you kind of do you want to know that there's that someone knows who you are you don't want to be totally spooked by it but when, when it hits the spot and you get that offer for a haircut right before you know Johnny or Lisa's about to go to the state championship game, that's really great. So we can help broker essentially those relationships while keeping everything in the context of something that's really positive, which the advertisers love. Because yeah. it's not a billboard you're looking at while you're stuck in traffic. It's not a radio spot right after you found out that the, someone got shot downtown or whatever it is. It's, it's someplace some place where we're open and where we're thinking about the future. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's always mostly unless you're just your team just lost and you're really pissed. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Well, that that's interesting too. So we actually have partnerships with um, with uh, uh, Got It Life is an, an app uh, and platform that we have partnered with mm-hmm. that does AI driven and, and even user populated positive self talk not every kid's going to win every game we really want to be a trusted partner for the whole experience of what it is to be a high school athlete or be one of those families or as you said which is important high school isn't just these four years it has wings kids want to know where they're going to go to high school and then people even in the super bowl they say their high school some of the times when they're given yeah i always think that's kind of cool
0: i wonder yeah i always wonder if the colleges are like what the hell like why didn't they say that you know what i mean. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think anybody, you know, we talked about, you know, the the uh, Ravens-Chiefs matchup and, um, you know, how huge that is. I don't know how much Taylor Swift has to do with that. But um, sports is huge, and it's growing on all levels. Um, You know, so anybody that has kids or grandkids know that, um, you know, all the way down to, you know, three- and four-year-olds – Um, you know, parents are getting their kids involved in sports and it just goes out from there. Um, and more than ever, you can get really educated in depth about a given
1: sport without playing that sport. Oh, yeah. Friends of mine who never played a down of football, like I didn't, my dad played plenty almost in college, you know, but they're calling plays like they're Tom Brady because of Madden. Or you know FIFA for soccer, or the show for MLB, all these different ones. Yeah,
0: the internet really has I you know it's crazy the the video clips that you can get mm-hmm. and you know it's um, people really are I tell them they're really spoiled now because I mean twenty years ago you just have like, to wait for
1: SportsCenter <laughs> to come around like yeah it's it's
0: insane yeah. now uh, we have like our wrestling club I can watch. Our guys compete at a tournament in North Carolina, streaming like live, and like get the exact. It's like we have partnerships with
1: companies like that too. I mean, it's really uh, still, even though it's 2024, pre-consolidation. Max Preps was acquired back in 2006 by CBS. Yeah, so
0: they were. That was uh, another thing. So um, was who was who acquired them? CBS. CBS. And so I know NBC has been kind of has bought a couple yeah little.
1: so sports engine okay NBC Universal. yeah and that's that's one of those apps that if you've been a youth sports coach like I have yeah you've been he's almost a dozen of these different things Yeah, you know, more or less who's bringing snacks when's practice <laughs> yeah. but it's not for you know global publication yeah. like ours is and it's uh, you know a lot of times those seasons or that storage or the the roster what this was which was an important time and your kids athletic and personal development, it goes poof. I'm mm-hmm. like, is there not enough room in the internet to store this you know, yeah. information? So uh, Game Changer was acquired by Dick's Sporting Goods, which when someone's thinking about sports and goes, oh, Jason needs a new pair of cleats, yeah. they want them to think of that brand right away. So Dick's Sporting Goods is not a technology company per se, but you know, yeah. the business school literature will say every company has to be a sort of a technology right. company. for sure. But what are they looking for? They're looking for eyeballs. They're looking for people who are ready to make a buying decision. And they want to reduce that latency. Uh, and even though Dick's might be across town, they'll send them to the to the online store and say, "We'll get it to you tomorrow, or whatever." Um, and uh, you know that that sense of, that's that's relevance kind of in the um, uh, the space of let's let's buy that up so that this is their their frame of choices. Uh, but you know we want to have people understand the full sense of, of community and the things that, that help support them. In, in being a happy family and and um meeting the needs of their athletes and interestingly for those uh, even for a, a a shoe company or sporting goods or whatever it is currently if you're a jv field hockey player you're not having many people come after you even those cleats also cost money and your all of your gear and the travel that your parents do and everything adds up but people are, you know, the companies are trying to inform the choices of the varsity football families a lot more than they are for these other uh, sports. That was interesting
0: when we had chatted earlier about the ability to target the different sports and, you know, being involved in different sports, there's, there's a community in each sport that is different. Mm -hmm. You know, the, in Maryland, the lacrosse, community and parents is different and than <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> exactly exactly what's the look la- the lacrosse is like the, the perm well yeah
1: ho- hockey and lacrosse yeah. seem to have the mullet as a, yeah, uh, yeah the as mullet
0: the mullet's coming bigger. back too uh in, in a couple of other it, it, it's yeah. it's coming back strong i think in general um god help us <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you as if, as it's not if your tail. mustache was a was a Andy Reid uh, throwback. Or... It can be.
1: I like the interpretations of the <laughs> yeah. mustache. It's like when we say, hey, we have the high school sports audience, and we just sit back and let people uh, yeah. make of that what they will. So Ted Lasso I've gotten also a oh, yeah, city yeah. Area connection with yeah. Jason Sudeikis, a huge uh, KU and KC sports fan. Um, and then I, I have played a police officer on TV, but <laughs> they actually didn't let me have a mustache in there. But uh, – I said uh, it must be a good moustache because I got out of my car and, and uh, someone thought I was pulling him over. So, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: but, they uh, they had their ID ready. Yeah,
1: what I do? How fast was I going?
0: So let's talk about the the deal um, details and the and the, and the future. So you guys are you guys are raising money. You're not you're not a public company no, yet. No. Is I mean is that potentially in in the cards? That...
1: Yeah, I mean it, you know it, you find points of weakness with competitors. You see how fast you can ramp revenues. We're trying to grow the lifetime value of the the customers who we have, the users, uh, and then also the people who want to reach those users, building in multiple revenue streams, including you know, a big tech push in 24 or 25, just to increase the amount of delightful experiences right. that people have. If you think of an Amazon model, so many people, including me, are forking out you know, money every month for Prime. and. I know that they're adding different components to that experience beyond the shipping discount. I don't have my finger on it always, but if, if someone is maintaining that sense that they're getting value, then, then they'll pay. So right we want to build up uh, through a freemium model similar uh, to Duolingo or, or lots of other platforms where, uh, you know, you're also you're learning within that site, you're building community you're getting reinforced in the learning that you're doing, you're gaining these points that have some value, and then you're either willing to deal with or, or not willing to deal with some amount of ads to let you use that on a free basis. I'm right. someone who pays for premium YouTube because I don't even like waiting four seconds to skip the ads for how much <laughs> did I use it, you know? Um, so. And through through partnerships, through the high level corporate sponsorships, through those local uh, self purchase ads at the hyper local level, and then also through the subscription. You know, we're expected to really ramp revenues. I mean, it's your classic Silicon Valley hockey stick scenario. Yeah, and it's and, and like I said, there's Maryland,
0: so. this is the opportunity. Yeah, like it's a mainstay in Maryland, and you have inroads in a couple of states as well. But right. the, the goal is to go completely national and be be in every every state yeah
1: so targeting the southeast sort of if we think sports terms the the sec so we've Mm -hmm. had a successful pilot in tennessee and going back there Texas, if you think about it, like Frank Sinatra, like you, you, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. For, it for Texas football. Friday night nights and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and everything that we're hearing is that we really have a different approach. We're really trying to build from the ground up. We're involving students as ambassadors, making sure that the scores get in, make sure that we have added content, that it's a lot of fun for people, cross-pollinating with social media. Understanding the linkages in the social in the the local economy, um, really trying to reinforce communities and building something like we said a, a long tail uh, proposition to capture you know, a ton of information. We've got forty thousand games a year that we're taking in, and over a half million total. So that can feed some kind of analytic machine. I don't know exactly what it is, but you know we will let the market see what value we present. And we've brought the opportunity locally to high net worth individuals in the Maryland area or nationally, mm. people who understand what sports means, really want to build something unique, in this space and uh, with our team that has successfully exited several companies, um, you know, our CFO, John Stewart, he uh, was uh, John Douglas Stewart, and it's he's not from The U. Daily Show. No, he's, uh, not not that, that John Stewart, but um, early pioneer in understanding what online rewards points can be, how those have real value to companies like United Airlines, which uh, acquired uh, the company, uh, my points that he was uh, heavily involved with and founded. And he's he's also been like me and been involved on the healthcare research side trying to help people with cures and diagnostics and everything. But understanding that education is uh, an important place to to make an impact and and where a company like this can make an impact on education and how our young people are developing through the prism of of sports and and stimulating the the sports-based community so the the angel investment that we're taking in appropriately for for angel publishing mm-hmm. is going to allow us to advance and make sure that we're doing the combination of really uh, you know shaking the hands uh, pounding the pavement spreading the word to athletic directors like yours letting them know that this exists that the, the and letting the families the the students know that they can find these scores everything and everything easily and uh, also that you know we're we're a technology company we we don't want to have to shake every single hand so the the more that we can you know, bring down that customer acquisition cost make sure that we're uh, growing our base of, of users of page views of total scores and schedules that we're taking in and reporting uh, that's going to ultimately in, increase our our value uh, and um, and enable us to really make something wonderful for families uh, of athletes and, and for the communities around them while getting the right advertisers uh, straight to those people they want to reach and the, the market should reward that
0: well i'm a user and have been for over a decade now um we so if it. people want to uh invest or get more information mm-hmm. um are they i guess we can put in the description yeah. your contact information um
1: perfect and uh um, county uh, for, for, to, to check out the, yeah, we didn't even website. say
0: the website. Yeah, so I don't even type zone. it in though. I just Google and I just Googled like the stuff. And it's like the first one that comes up for me. Uh, actually, that's um, how a lot of folks find us too. Yeah. That
1: they realize, oh my gosh, my kids score from last night is, is online. They, they frantically search and don't expect to find it. And then they go, there's this thing yeah county sports zone. And so more and more, you know, yeah. then they tip off the coach we should get up and running yeah. uh, with this platform. We also have a great iOS app, CSZ, mm-hmm. and we have our pickem games uh, live through there, which is great. And you can select the whether you're a parent, coach, fan, and And no real money is exchanging no, hands no yet.
0: <laughs> you can bet <laughs> you Don't can bet on that. uh you can bet on mostly anything now, but not high school sports yet. From what I understand,
1: <laughs> it might be true that some people do place <laughs> bets on high school sports somewhere. in J V volleyball,
0: yeah. J V volleyball line line. I'm I'm waiting for that. Um, so, all right. Um, is there anything else the the audience should know about uh, about C? Uh, s z county sports zone before before we wrap this up
1: well other than that it's a a a fast-growing company with real revenues uh, as as a technology company it's not uh, something to to sneeze at um you know we're really being very thoughtful about being a 2024 and beyond uh, company and and community that builds value in in all the right ways that's driving people to connect with each other around the sports that they love, about learning about new sports that they didn't know were being played. I did not know that there was bocce ball in high schools until <laughs> I started you know, doing this stuff. But uh, to, so, so, uh, for people that feel themselves represented the same way that you would uh, share a, a clip of, of this podcast or something on Instagram uh, that, that featured you that you're excited about, I mean, it, it, it doesn't happen without people, without technology, without companies capturing that activity. And this is really changing the game for how we are all fed the information that we do care about. And I think people are really missing. It's just that this is going to wake them up to to realize, um, you know, how much of that old feeling of, of flipping and seeing your your kid or yourself in the sports page, you know, how much that has uh, been absent from our lives. And, uh, and like we said at the beginning, that you want to your bets on the the right types of companies that will bring change to the world that that you would like to see and, and so for a well, lot there, of people this is that there's
0: one thing with everything changing so rapidly um i always try to look at like what is still going to be around in 10 years mm-hmm. and i mean sports is not going away yeah. um if AI takes over all of our jobs and runs the world for us. I think that's all we'll literally be doing. We'll just be watching uh sports and like movies and I guess I guess maybe doing some exercise, I guess, but like watching and playing sports so yeah. um it's not going anywhere. so as far as like you know a market that yeah. It, sure. Is gonna be there long term. Um, it's not you know. like
1: the old uh, horse and buggy companies. On, uh, yeah, no, you don't. It's what there.
0: you have to worry yeah. about you're you're involved in a the company these days? You you really have to look at is it gonna like what is the landscape gonna be just in five years and can it easily be replaced? You know what yeah. I mean? And, Creative and, destruction. right? Yeah, yeah. and um, there's not a lot of industries or you know. Trends or markets out there that you can really say that about mm-hmm.
1: I mean I'll um, even say we were you know the people talk about recession proof companies like we're a company that survived covid in a time where our feedstock you
0: know yeah, was that not was insane happening. they literally were just not playing yeah, sports, but and people then people to were it. yeah, and then uh they were weirdly playing sports with masks for a period of time when was... breathing is a <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a it's funny an important story there. part
1: so when I was coaching uh, baseball during that uh, 2021 when I guess we came back and to wear masks toward the end of the year so sort of, that we could take the masks off some at the end of the season. And I realized that all these kids whose faces I hadn't seen, yeah. I, I was sort of interpolating the bottom of a different child's yeah, face. They're like, and, be like, and I'm like, you don't look like Billy at all. <laughs> I you Put your <laughs> mask back on. <laughs> it was so strange yeah, to see the whole face. No, I definitely – And we survived that. And yeah. I mean even – that's connected to the what I call it, the Al Bundy or Uncle Rico phenomenon, like the, the oh. your glory days. If people want to relive this. Oh. We are not deleting yeah. this info. Yeah, but,
0: COVID was a big dividing line for – for a lot of people um, particularly in the sports community because people were like in the beginning I think everyone was like okay yeah we'll do this but then it was just like oh well, we're just canceling like outdoor sports or we're just we're not doing anything and there was just some crazy stuff that was coming out and was like you know sports where you there was no contact and they were making them do all this weird stuff so like people were finally like look You know, they really care about this more than mostly. They would rather schools be canceled than their sports sports games be canceled. Um, So it was a dividing line, and I think, um, you know, now it's coming back stronger than ever, at least in the local areas. It's just like, you know, um, everybody's, you know, making sure they're getting involved. And I think they. it was a little bit of like – you had to, like, lose it for a little bit to appreciate, like, yeah, how important it is to the community and to, like, youth development. It well, was just, like – Sports
1: can be what keeps a kid in school oh, when everything absolutely. else falls apart very easily. Absolutely. Or you know, keep their grades up or whatever it is. So, you know, there is a space in this world. It's it's an election year again. We're going to be at each other or whatever. But there's a place for thinking about our, our kids and, and what helps them – to develop and, and work in teams together and and for most communities the easiest and and you know most reliable um, bastion of, of of that is is sports and so that's uh where we're hoping to meet people and uh, that's the the proof is in the pudding about more and more communities getting up and running with us and uh, i think there's a lot of opportunity in it for everybody
0: awesome well thanks a lot for coming on the angel research podcast sam um welcome back to Angel for a, a short period of time. Thanks for having me. And uh anybody who wants to get more information and invest in this uh uh company that um has a has pretty high growth potential, um we'll put the information in the description. Appreciate it. Um and um good luck. All right, thanks a lot. See you Boom. In the game. get in the game.